welcome back to the podcast. I'm Myla Lani. And I'm Junie, and you're listening to Sustain Loving Kindness. In this podcast, we talk about why it's important to take care of our planet and how we can help. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Okay, so hey everybody, we are on episode 19. I can't believe how far we've come. I know, it's crazy. Today we are going to revisit another old topic. We're going to be talking a little bit about zero waste. And I came across this topic the other day while I was just scrolling through, you know, the internet and stuff. And I realized, wait a second, when we were talking about zero waste and the three R's, why did we call them the three R's? So this person's saying there are five R's. And so I looked it up and did the research. And it turns out Bia Johnson started the five R's. And they are refuse, reduce, reuse, recycle, and rot. Try saying that five times fast. I bet you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, you know what? We could do an entire episode about this. Because really the whole zero waste thing is the whole five R's. So... I mean, you'll understand it once we get into it, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. So, the first R is refuse. Now, refuse is one of my favorite R's because it is honestly such a key element of zero waste. For example, when you're at the grocery store and they have a tray of samples out, You can't really, you know, you have to refuse to get those samples because they come in a little plastic, uh, little tiny plastic sample cup. And so refuse is um, honestly one of the hugest elements of zero waste. Now I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about a little bit more what refuse means. And it means something different to everybody. I, I feel like we've been saying that a lot, but it's really true. These things mean different things to everybody. Um, but refuse is really important in zero waste. I feel like I said that three times, but, uh, yeah, if my Lonnie has something else to add, um, then we'll talk about a little bit more our experiences and why, why that's part of the five R's. Yeah, I remember when I was reading Zero Waste Home by Bea Johnson, the, her book. Um, I didn't read the whole thing because I kind of got a little bit bored of it. I was still pretty young when I read it. Uh, and I don't know what I did with the book now. I think my mom has it. But anyways, she was talking about how she had won this trophy for something. And then all it did was just sit on a, a shelf. Like, she didn't do anything with it. And so she didn't do anything with it. And then eventually she was just like, you know, what? I'm going to send it back. They can just reuse it next year because I'm not going to use it for anything. And I mean, for me, when I first read that, it was kind of hard for me because I had some trophies and medals from martial arts tournaments. I had uh, ribbons from robotics tournaments. I had I had all these Girl Scout awards. And I was like, I worked hard for these. Why would I get rid of them? But really, I mean, I haven't seen those things in a while because they're packed up in a box while we're on away on our travels. They're in a storage unit somewhere. And I haven't seen them. They haven't been hanging on my wall. And if anything, sometimes I even forget I have them. Really, the medal, it was the medals, trophies, and ribbons, they're just things. And things we don't need things because when we die i mean like our things can't go with us there's there's not going to be a cemetery big enough for all the things that we had with us just to bury them i mean what are they supposed to do decompose and it, it reminds me a bit of minimalism too 
like talking about in the minimalism documentary like refusing all this stuff like you don't need this goodie bag that's made out of plastic and it's got a bunch of junk in it you don't really need or uh you don't have to go to the flea market if there's not really anything you need and i was thinking about this earlier today because my sister's birthday's coming up and we're all thinking of okay what should we get her for her birthday and I was thinking about the fact that I have hardly any money because I don't really have a job and I don't really buy a lot of things for myself. Most of the things that I have were given to me or gifted and when it comes time for me to go and spend my money, I'm pretty frugal with it. Like, I don't go out on shopping sprees and buy stuff because I'm scared I'm going to run out of money. If I ever bring my wallet with me somewhere... I buy something that costs, like, say I have $100 in my pocket, I would buy something that's, say, $10 just because I'm scared that I'm going to lose the other 90%. And I know a lot of people aren't really like that. I don't know. Jeannie, do you have anything to say to that? Yeah, so frugal, um, you, you are saying you are, sorry, I don't know how to word this, but you are frugal with your money. And that is honestly a big thing about zero waste as well, because when you start um, kind of switching your mindset into refusing and um, reducing your waste, honestly, it'll save you a lot of money. But being frugal is honestly really important, even if you're not trying to be zero waste. And uh, we can make a blog post about about good like spending habits if you guys would like you can send us a dm on instagram if that's something you'd like but when you start thinking about how you spend your money um you can look at if you have a debit card or credit card you can look at your bank statement and see like all the different um all the different ways you've spent your money, um, where you spend it, how you spend it, how much you spend at a time, all of these different things. Um, and I, when I first got a job, I was nowhere near even close to a little bit frugal <laughs> because it was my first, um, my first real sense of having money. Uh, we never had, growing up, we never had um, allowances, um, we never had an allowance, so this was really... Yeah, I never had an allowance either. Yeah, yeah so we, uh, I never really had money, and then when I got a job, uh, it was a whole new experience, a whole new world, <laughs> um, <laughs> because, um, because like I said, I never really had money, and I also had, you know, a, a card, so it, it, it's so, it's way too easy to just swipe your debit card or your credit card and just buy whatever you want to buy, so being frugal and, and, um, having good spending habits is very important and it plays a big part in being zero waste and being eco-friendly um I think the older you get the more uh, the more mindful you are of your money and the more important the more important it becomes to um use your money wisely so yeah we can uh I might write a blog post about that but that's a really good point that being frugal and being um uh using your money carefully and wisely and um, buying things with more, or only, with more intention, um, buying things intentionally is very important as well. Um, if there's something that is not 100% necessary that I want to buy, um, that, you know, just to, 
um, that I don't need is what I was trying to say. I take about, um, sometimes I, I, I give myself different times. Sometimes I say by the end of the day, sometimes I say by the end of the week, depending on what it is. Um, if I still, if I still want to get it or if I still feel like it's necessary by the end of whatever this time is, then I can treat myself to it and I can get it. But if I don't, and a lot of times, honestly, it is I don't, um, then I save the money and I don't buy it. And that is, honestly, I recommend that to a lot of people. Even if you're not trying to be zero waste, even if you're not trying to be eco-friendly, I recommend that to anybody because then you are, I mean, that's literally such an easy way to reduce your waste. Um, A lot of people don't really understand how that's reducing waste, but if you think about every time you think about wanting something or wanting to buy something, you can just order it and then maybe by the time it even gets to your house, you don't want it anymore. And a good like 70% of the time that you return something, it doesn't actually get resold, it just gets sent to landfill. So um, being more intentional with what you buy is really important. And that kind of goes along with refusing a little bit because you don't just Um, you're taking a little bit more time to spend your money and you're not um, just buying the first thing you see oh yeah that just reminded me like buying things and then you don't like them and returning them Mm -hmm. one very easy thing that you could easily do with that stuff is just re-gift it to somebody else you could say you bought this um i don't know say you bought an air fryer and you decided, oh, it's not going to fit in here. Oh, I don't, I have no need for this. It's pretty much the same as an oven, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you could easily just re-gift it to somebody else, like for a birthday or mm-hmm. something. You don't have to give it back. And then at least you won't have to worry about, oh, what am I going to get this person for Christmas? What am I going to get them for their birthday? You can just re-gift it to them. Yeah, Absolutely. So, the next part is reducing what you have. Reduce. So, mainly not just reducing your waste, but reducing what you have. Because if you reduce a lot of the things you have, you're not going to have a lot of things to make waste of. Mm-hmm. I know that sounded a little weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, didn't, it's, it sounds right when you think about it. If you reduce the things that you have, it, it will help you a lot. I remember, I can't tell you how many times my parents would always just be like, out of the blue on a Saturday morning, they'd just be like, okay, everybody, come downstairs and eat your breakfast. All right, we're done with breakfast. Now let's go and clean the house, get rid of stuff, declutter. Let's minimize our things. And we would just spend hours in our room looking through old journals and stuff, ripping out important pages of school books and then getting rid of the rest, either recycling them or throwing away certain things like old plastic packaging for a Barbie doll or something. And we just got rid of a whole bunch of things and then the house would be so clean and we'd be like, oh, this feels nice. And then two months later, we'd just repeat the whole process again because we weren't exactly refusing things. We were going out to camp outs, Girl Scout things, uh, Cub Scout things. We were going on, I don't know, summer camps. You get a lot of goodie bags from the dentist or the doctor. And, you know, you just bring that stuff home. You don't really play with it. And then, I mean, you don't want to give away certain things maybe because someone gifted them to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's hard, especially if somebody worked really hard to get you something, but then you don't really need it or want it. It's it's hard. I mean, for one, you could always tell them, you know, I'm trying to be minimal. Maybe you could gift me something like a gift card or a 
I don't know, a membership to something. Absolutely. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta be a little creative with it, I guess. And really reducing what you have, that also ties in with minimalism. And I know we've talked about that a lot, but haven't really done a specific episode dedicated to it. And we will be doing that in the future. We'll be doing a whole... In season two, we will be doing a whole lot yes, about that. Yes, absolutely. So, um, reducing is, um, you will hear the term used a lot in minimalism especially, and minimalism and zero waste do go hand in hand, um, and all of these, you know, different R's do, um, work together and play a big part in each other's, <laughs> uh, in each other's lives, I guess you could say, but refute, or sorry, reducing is... Really, um, it might be confusing to some people, um, because you, um, you hear mixed messages about, uh, reducing your, reducing what you have. Some people think that you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't reduce what you have because then, you know, what if you donate something or throw something away that you will want in the future and then you just have to repurchase it. But the reality is you should be, now we've been saying, or I said, um, be more intentional with what you buy and we will be saying that, we'll be talking about that a lot and it really goes, it really goes hand in hand with all of these but if you t- just take a look in your room, start, don't, please do not focus on the whole house. Just pick a room that you want to start with. Maybe your bedroom, maybe it's the bathroom or the kitchen. Pick a room in your house or wherever you live that you want to focus on uh, reducing what's inside or that you want to focus on organizing or that you want to focus on. Um, I'll use my bedroom for example. I started with my closet. And I looked through my clothes and thought, like, well, what items do I wear? What items do I not wear? What items, uh, you know, what items fit me? What items have stains? And and just taking a look in your closet, um, you will see a lot of things that you do not... Um, that you not, do not necessarily want or need. And so when you... You'll find that... Or I found that when I reduced my wardrobe and all, all, all the different things in my in my room it was a lot nicer to be in my room and it was a lot less stressful okay you know what I can't think of what I was trying to say it's a lot less stressful I guess you could say because then you're not worrying about like sometimes I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and just be like what did I do with my spotted game or what did I do with this uh guitar pick that I got in Colorado what did I do with this, uh, what did I do with this headband that I got in Washington? And I'd just freak out for a minute, and then I'd just be digging through loads and loads of junk just to find it, and I'd be like, seriously, do I really need all this stuff? And then I go through my stuff, and I see something, and I'm like, oh, but that reminds me of this, or oh, that reminds me of that. And, you know, that brings up another topic from the minimalist documentary, Less Is Now, talking, one of the guys, he visited his mom's house after she died, and found that she had kept all of his fourth grade assignments from school, and she just boxed it up, didn't even touch it at all, ever since he moved out of the house, and he was like, did she really keep this for sentimental reasons? Was All she was doing was she just trying to hold on to pieces of me because I was gone, and I didn't spend that much time with her and all that, and then he, later he says, really, you don't really need to Well, I guess you could say collect moments, not things. You don't need to collect things to remind you of certain 
well, aspects of your life. You don't have to, you don't necessarily have to keep that little ribbon thingy that your best friend got you a long time ago, but they're not even your best friend anymore. You just keep it to remember the good times you used to have. Or maybe, um, maybe you have this whole collection of keys that your great-grandmother gave you before she passed away. Maybe you could be frugal with it. Maybe you could... You know, just pick one special one if you really absolutely have to keep one. And then you could hand it off to an antique dealer or something like that. I mean, sure, it's hard to be sentimental about it. Or hard not to be sentimental about it. But in reality, if you really don't need it, then you can just... Yeah. Being less materialistic and reducing the stuff that you have in your house, reducing your items, will reduce like the noise in your life. Um, not literal noise, but it, it'll just make it less chaotic and um, it'll be a lot more peaceful to be in your house and it gets you in like more of a eco-friendly zero waste um, mindset. Reducing also goes hand in hand with refusing because if, for example, if you have a subscription to if you have a makeup subscription box, we'll use BoxyCharm for example. If you have a BoxyCharm subscription, you can both refuse and reduce your waste by canceling that subscription. Nobody needs five full-size makeup products every month. I know I really love makeup and I had that subscription for a while. And then I thought about it and I realized like truly how wasteful it is. Now, listen, I'm not saying, as we've said in many other episodes, I am absolutely not saying to stop wearing makeup, stop doing your nails or your hair or whatever. Do what makes you happy, but you can refuse and reduce your waste at the same time by just canceling that subscription. That's an example of one thing that I did. Um, So you'll find throughout the episode, all the three, sorry, all the five R's really do go together. And we are going to move on to the next R, I believe, is perfect, which is reuse. Yeah, so you've already refused what you don't need and you've reduced what you have, but you're still throwing away a lot of trash. So what do you do about that? Well, that's the next R, which is reusing by using reusable items, which we have Mm -hmm. talked about a lot in the past. Yes. I would say, like, one of the easiest things is obviously switching from plastic cutlery to uh, bamboo or maybe even metal if you have it, like metal straws, metal, uh, metal, what's the word, silverware. Yes, absolutely. And especially straws. So reusing is... Um, no, and I said refusing is one of my favorite R's. Well, reusing is my all-time favorite R. So, reusing is my favorite R because it is literally so easy and it is so... It's just amazing. So, a couple of examples, like Maya Lani was saying, is getting reusable cutlery. I carry around with me a set of... As I've talked about before, my Tiffin, my Stasher bags, and then also a stainless steel fork, knife, spoon, and straw. I personally prefer stainless steel cutlery over bamboo just because I just personally like it better. I feel like bamboo can get um, moldy if, you know, it's wet and then you can't wash it until you get home. And straws. I don't know. (laughs) I just prefer stainless steel, um, but you can use 
absolutely whatever you want. It's pers personal preference. So yeah, I carry around that little lunch set with me wherever I go so that I don't make any waste. Oh, and a reusable cup so that I don't make any waste while I'm out and about. Um, I work at a restaurant, so if I ate just the food served from my restaurant in their packaging every day, that would be very wasteful. But instead, to prevent that, I bring my own utensils and my own containers so that I can just um, ask the cooks or the chefs to put it in there, and they do, and it's amazing. So, yeah, that is my why re, uh, Reuse is my favorite R. Some other reusable products that I love and that a lot of people don't know exist are reusable menstrual products. We have a, uh, we are working on a YouTube video or we have a YouTube video planned all about that. Um, I talked about it a little bit in my Earth Hero unboxing video, uh, so you can check that out if you would like, but we can definitely, we have a blog post all about it actually, so you can go check out the blog post. Yeah, we have, we have a, a whole episode about it too. It was our very third episode. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We talked about we talked about uh, all natural beauty products. We talked about sustainable hygiene products, including menstrual products, and then we also talked about um, a little bit about bathroom products too. Yeah. So some other reusable products, um, reusable toilet paper. Um, I believe they're called. It's called family cloth. I personally do not use reusable toilet paper. Um, if you do, that's great. I do not, but that is something that exists. <laughs> yeah, my family, we, uh, since we live in an RV, we have to use something called septic safe toilet paper. And I talked about this a little bit in the third episode, but I didn't really know, like, that all, not all toilet papers were, are, were not like this. So you can, I mean, you can go to the store and sometimes they'll say septic safe and other times they will not. And you can easily do this test by taking a... Whatever toilet paper you have in your house, dunk it in a jar of water and uh, close the jar, shake it up for like 10 seconds, and if it has mostly disintegrated, then it is septic safe. Septic has to do with the sewers, which is where your bodily waste goes. <laughs> and, yes. Um, unless you've yes. got a septic take into your, at your house, which otherwise you'll know what septic means. But anyways, um, yeah, so we have like septic safe toilet paper that is we try to be make sure that they're made out of natural ingredients not anything that are chemicals and stuff and then we also make sure that obviously you know it's it's flushable and septic safe yes Absolutely. So another reusable thing that I personally thought was always reusable, um, but apparently during the research for this video, I found out that a lot of people use disposable or single-use versions of these, uh, which are hair ties or hair elastics, whatever you like to call them. Apparently there are such thing as single-use hair ties, which they are those like little clear plastic bands. Oh um, yeah, those. I used to use those a long time ago and sometimes like I do, I do, sometimes I play around with my hair a lot because my hair is pretty long and so sometimes I'll just like do a weird Viking hairstyle I saw on Pinterest and it requires like <laughs> hair elastics and they snap so easily and it's, they're made out of rubber. Mm -hmm. I used to use the clear ones, but now I just use the black ones that are made out of rubber. And it's so annoying when they snap. 
because not only do I have to throw them away, but then I have to convince my mom to go to the store and buy some more, and then she gets mad because then she says, well, you should have taken better care of your hair elastics. So now, I mean, I have a really hard time doing my hair like that. So right now it's just in a ponytail with my headband because it just got really hot in here. But anyways, I use a lot of reusable ones. Yes. And also, this one was a big one for me. A lot of reusable hair ties at the store, they're not completely circular. They have either some sort of glue or metal thing holding it together. And if the two ends come out of it or one of the ends come out of it, then it becomes just a piece of string and you can't use it anymore. And I used to hate that so much. But my mom bought some from Whole Foods that are not like that. And they also sell them all sorts of different colors at H&M. And I still have them with me and I still use them. And they are really good. We have not thrown any of them away. Well, except for one that I had to cut out of my sister's doll because it got stuck in her hair. But other than that, <laughs> like, they are so good. Even if they stretch, they don't break. And they are, they're just really good hair ties because they don't have those thingies on the ends that um, break. Absolutely. Uh, and the last reusable product that I like to use. Now, by no means is this the last reusable product out there. You can, I do believe that we have a blog post or a, a episode or a video about this. If you would like to learn more and you can, um, you can do your own research for other reusable products. But the last one that I'm going to mention is reusable bottles. So by this, I mean mainly like hand sanitizer and body wash. I got a, as you can see in my Earth Hero YouTube video, I got a stainless steel bottle, uh, spray bottle with hand sanitizer inside of it. Um, and this is made out of aluminum or stainless steel. I'm not sure which metal, probably aluminum. Um, but I can, when the hand sanitizer runs out, I can either A, return the bottle to, um... Ooh, plain products and have them refill that very same bottle or I can refill it myself with rubbing alcohol or when it runs out I can rinse it out and use it for another like I can make a room spray just in that bottle or I could make the hair lightening spray with it's just lemon juice basically um I can do whatever I want with that bottle use it for whatever um and so that is a spray bottle now you could use reuse technically these spray bottles of the hand sanitizer just as store in the plastic bottles but it because it's plastic and you might have noticed plastic can sometimes the smell from whatever products is inside can soak into the plastic and then you can never get that smell out. So your bottle will probably smell like rubbing alcohol forever and all eternity um, if you try to reuse that. And all eternity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you try to reuse that spray bottle with hand sanitizer in it. Um, and body wash. I mentioned that. I got body wash from Hey Humans, one of my top one of my new favorite brands for sustainability. Um, they sell it at Target. It comes in a sustainable, or sorry, it comes in a. Oh, my mom looked up that brand. Did you know that it was started by Will Smith's wife? I did not. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I didn't even know that she was about environmentalism. Me neither. That's really cool. Anyways, 
Yeah, so that stainless aluminum. I think it's aluminum. I'm pretty sure it's aluminum. You can, um, I believe it's aluminum. So you can reuse the aluminum bottle for anything. You can make your own lotion or body butter. You can, heck, you can make your own soap if you wanted to. So reusable bottles or reusable canisters are absolutely great. Um, but reusable products are now being sold in um, like Targets and stuff, which is absolutely fantastic. I, as I mentioned before, the Humans brand I'm now addicted to. I'm obsessed with it. I use their deodorant. I didn't want to remake the deodorant recipe that I normally did. So while I was at Target, I saw that Hey Humans has deodorant in a paper um, tube. And it doesn't have a plastic wrap or anything over it. It's literally just paper. And I absolutely, that has very quickly become my absolute all-time favorite deodorant. I have never once stunk while wearing that deodorant. <laughs> and I work out in the sun all day long, so. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to do a Hey Humans YouTube video, right? I am, yes. Yeah, so stay out on the lookout for that. And we, honestly, we could go on for hours about millions and millions of different reusable things. But, I mean, we're on a bit of a short schedule here so if you want other ones you can definitely go and check out all our other episodes we talk about different reusable things in pretty much every episode and then if you follow us on instagram you can see that we've got a lot of sustainable swaps on there mm -hmm. so we just gave you a couple of the basics right now yes, but we absolutely. still have a lot more to talk about and the next r is recycling recycle what you can't refuse reduce or reuse so, for instance, a plastic bottle or a glass bottle, or maybe you had a glass bottle that was reusable and it broke. Like, how can you reuse that if you can't put it back together? You would have to recycle it. And I know we mentioned a few times before that a lot of the things that go in the recycling don't end up getting recycled. And it's kind of annoying, but I know that there are a lot of other things out there that do get recycled like yogurt cups being turned into toothbrushes or milk cartons being turned into, I think the brand is called Green Toys, and they make all sorts of amazing toys made out of recycled plastic, like dump trucks or a little boat to go into the bathtub. I know that my mom had bought a whole bunch of those for my siblings, and they came in compostable cardboard boxes. And it was, I really liked them, actually. They were pretty nice. And they even did a whole Sesame Street episode about it. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Recycling is a little bit of a touchy subject for me because it's honestly not always better to recycle something. Um, there is sometimes a better option. I know you get preached to about how, um, you know, recycling is the very best thing for the environment, and if you want to be zero waste, recycle, recycle, recycle. And to a certain extent, as I mentioned in the Let's Talk Trash, that is true. Um, I'm absolutely not saying that anything that you would put in the recycling bin just send straight to the landfill. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But when you are not... Um, so the reason, I figured I should probably explain, the reason why recycling is not always the best option is A, if something, you if you put something in the recycling bin 
that is non-recyclable, then it has to go through a whole nother process getting sent to the landfill, which can waste a bunch of carbon emissions. Or if you put something in the recycling bin that is recycled, but it gets missed by the, but it's too small for the recycling machines, um, hence contact lenses. That's why I use the contact recycling system um that i talked about in a blog post and then uh or cutlery even like plastic forks and spoons and ice they're even too too small for the recycling bins they get sent straight to landfill as well because they're too small um and then also sometimes plastic when plastic's recycled um obviously it has to get melted down and that can reduce that can release bad fumes and stuff but but, 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 it's not always bad. Of course, recycling can be way better, like Miley Lani was talking about. I actually used to use the, I forgot what brand it is, but the company that turns yogurt cups into toothbrushes. And I absolutely love that toothbrush. I got it one time. Yeah, it's preserved toothbrushes. We still use them. Yes, absolutely. So if, I do believe it's cheaper as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but yes, I got it one time at Trader Joe's and then I just repurchased my bamboo toothbrushes, but I did love that toothbrush. And then it's, it's a really cute color too. I called it, I I now refer to that color as yogurt cup purple, um, (laughs) because the colors that, uh, the colors that were the yogurt cup when they were mixed together and became the toothbrush, it was, like, pretty. Anyways, um, so, yes, recycling is not always bad. I know you'll heal, you're, you will hear me sometimes um, vent about my frustrations of how we hardly have a good recycling system, but that absolutely does not mean that recycling is bad. A lot of the times it is better to recycle than to send it to landfill. Just do a little bit extra research, maybe. So yes, that's about all we have to say about recycling besides TerraCycle. So we've actually been asked to talk about TerraCycle before. And so I just opened up their website. You can visit them at TerraCycle.com. They are an American company that, here, it says right here, TerraCycle is a social enterprise on a mission to eliminate the idea of waste. TerraCycle offers a range of national, easy-to-use recycling platforms, allowing everyone to recycle everything. As well as this thing they started called Loop, which is a sustainable shopping experience moving the world away from single-use packaging. So really, when I did the research for TerraCycle, what they do is they try to recycle things that normally won't get recycled. Like, for instance, a lace chip bag. And I think that it's really cool. I'm not really sure. I mean, I think that you have to bring it into them. It says they partner with many manufacturing facilities around the world to recycle hard-to-recycle waste at the facility level. Um, it says they can recycle large volumes of packaging scrap to personal safety equipment. They have event services. Okay, Loop. Things started called Loop. From the mines at TerraCycle, Loop offers your favorite products and beautiful counterworthy containers that can be refilled again and again, changing the way the world shops. And it looks a lot like a package-free shop. So you can look up on their website how they recycle the stuff and how you can recycle your items through them. But like we've said before, recycling may not always be the best option. So if you can, steer away from those. And the next thing that we're going to talk about is rotting the rest. 
So you might, I, when I was looking at the article talking about the five R's, I was like, wait, what got what? And then I realized it meant compost. And I think Junie's going to go a little bit into that. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a whole episode dedicated to compost, which you can go check out if you would like link to our, well, I guess you're on our podcast, podcast, so you can just scroll down to that episode. Anyways, so compost, I, well, rot. Rot is just another term for compost, basically. Not all compost is rotted. Rot is just obviously an R word, so you can, that, that they can just include it in the three five R's, sorry, I keep saying three, um, but rot, basically, they refer to compost. Now, compost is, again, we have another episode about it, so we are not going to go in full detail here, but it is basically when you put a, your kitchen scraps, um, you can do eggshells and fruits and veggies and whatever you want that, kitchen, well, kitchen scraps. So if you use an egg, keep the eggshell. If you cut a strawberry, keep the stem and put it in a compost bin. Um, we talked about the different kinds of compost bins and we linked a couple. And then you can either use a vermicompost, which basically has worms that eat the scraps and poop it out, and then that is your compost. Or the rotting method, which requires, it basically uses the sun to literally rot, rot the scraps. Food waste. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns that into soil that you can then use in your garden. Um, Some people sell their compost. Some people do a bunch of different things. You can do whatever you want. But uh, rot is another fantastic R because... It's pretty much accessible to anybody and everyone, like all the other R's. And, yeah, it's, it's, I really do, I'm starting a compost bin, as I mentioned, the other one. And I, and you can follow my Lonnie and my personal, personal accounts with our podcast. I'm at one straw at a time and my Lonnie's at the dot sustainable dot teen. And we, well, I in particular are going to update you guys on my compost journey. So if you want, you can go figure, or you can go, sorry, you can go follow me there to get a little bit more information on my compost bin in particular. Anyways. Yeah, mine, I'm just posting things about my zero waste journey. So if you want a little bit more of a personal aspect whereas on our podcast page it's mostly about our podcast if you want to learn more about Junie or learn more about me you can always go and follow us follow us there and if you don't remember the names of them you can always just follow us at Sustain Living Kindness Podcast and in our bio it will say hosted by one straw at a time and the dot sustainable dot teen and you can just click on it there and it'll take you right to it and then if you go on our website at sustainlovingkindness.com click about i've also put the links there easily accessible for you guys so if you want to learn more about composting definitely go check out that episode it's called soil and compost and i think that's all that we have for today yes i do believe so all right guys so next week We are going to be doing an episode about eco-friendly ways to enjoy your summer because, uh, honestly, I can't believe it. The school year is almost over, and um, summer is going to be here, like, right before we know it. I mean, I know it. I'm sitting sitting down, and it's really hot out here where I'm recording. So, 
We will be recording about eco-friendly summer. I am lo- super excited for this. I'm really looking forward to it. If there is anything specific, if you have any questions about how to enjoy a summer, anything specific, you can DM us on Instagram um, at Sustain Loving Kindness Podcast. Or if you aren't on Instagram, you can mm-hmm. you can definitely contact us on our website. You go to sustainlivingkindness.com, click contact, and there's a lovely contact form out there for you. So it, you can contact us there, or you can you can send in a voice message. There's a link to that. I'll link it in, the, in, in this week's blog post. There are many ways you can contact us if you... If you are a friend of me and Junie and you don't ha- and you aren't able to go on there, you can always just text us. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think <laughs> that is it. Yeah, absolutely. So just a quick reminder, DM us with any questions about ways to enjoy summer. And we will, uh, we promise we will put all of your guys' comments, again, as long as they're appropriate in our video next episode is actually our last episode before season two so that is really exciting we haven't decided how long of a break but we are taking a short break don't worry we are still going to stay very active on all of our social media accounts as well as our blog and our youtube channel yes so I believe that is all for the announcement. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something new. Subscribe to stay tuned. We post new episodes every Friday and have a plethora of interesting content planned for you guys in the near future. When you aren't listening to our podcast, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at Sustain Loving Kindness Podcast. And there you can find our site with all of our links whether it's to our website or our Pinterest page or even a place to send in a voice message. If there's anything you want to hear about in our podcast, send in a voice message or give us a DM on Instagram. We love each and every one of you so much. Have a wonderful day and we cannot wait to see you guys back next episode. Bye! Bye.